Con Café al Martino, with coffee in the morning. My name is Hendrik, and today we're doing something a little bit different. Because this time I do not have a guest with me. This time I'm just going to share some of my own thoughts. And this is due to the last conversation I had with Christoph. We were talking about leadership and how anybody could be a leader in their own means. This topic didn't leave my mind for a few days and I kept thinking how important leadership is in the current situation of work environments. Christoph pointed out that some key skills a leader should have are self-awareness and listening to the other team members or employees. And I deeply agree with that. Now I kept thinking, how do those skills enable leaders in the current situation of remote or hybrid working. And I figured and I figured one very specific topic leaders need to tackle in the remote environment is the emotional or uh, the trust and being part of a group situation. What leaders need to foster is not productivity, but mental health. If your team is not feeling well, or persons in your team are not feeling well, then they don't bring the best that they can to work, which is themselves. How many times have you felt after getting up in the morning, that today is not going to be a good day. And how many of those times have you dragged yourself to work and at the end of the day thought, well, this was a shit day. How many of those times would it have been better to call in sick for one day, recover, and then come back the next day and put in your full energy again. And this part got even more difficult when the lines between private life and work got more blurred. Due to the pandemic, so many people went home, working from home, trying to establish an office area in their homes, which made them, which made it difficult to shut off your work part because you're not leaving work. You're still in your own home. And at the same point, how are you supposed to build bonds with your colleagues, with your team, the people working with you from other departments maybe, if you are in your own safe space at home and don't have the chance to interact with those people beyond meetings or calls or emails. There's 
no chance having a meeting, discussing a topic and saying, come on, let's take a break, let's get a coffee before we continue. And then learning more about that person, how they think, um, building a bond. And this is what leaders should really facilitate. Personally, I have made the experience that coffee breaks were really important. May it be the real coffee break or a smoking break or something like that, were really important for some people to really keep their resilience up. So what those people established or what leaders of those people established were regular social breaks. And I'm not just talking about remember to take your breaks in the morning or in the afternoon to get a coffee, but sit together virtually and discuss things that are bothering you that are on your mind right now and not just work things because this is your break this is where you get to talk about thoughts on your brain about politics about current news about the last tv series you binged over the weekend sharing those impressions and also the emotions connected with that is important for psychological health. And I'm really grateful that I personally am working in a team where that's possible and where people enjoy those kind of connections. But all that thinking also brought me to another topic. And that topic is something that has been labeled as the Great Resignation. In the USA, about 6% of people quit their jobs in the months of October and November last year. And it's not just happening in the USA, it's happening everywhere. And I was thinking, how does leadership influence this situation? And I came to think, a lot of leadership has been built on productivity. Germany's productivity between 1995 and 2018 grew about 30% just in those years because a lot of companies are centered on growth. You know, faster, higher, more. But during this pandemic, there was no faster, higher, more. Companies had to focus on staying alive while accommodating the new circumstances. And those new circumstances were pretty important to the employees. Because what happened? Because employees who were told, no, you cannot work from home for a day because there's a repairman coming we're now suddenly told you have to work from home permanently so 
the policy that forbid working from home suddenly changed completely and you were only allowed to work from home. So what else did those policies regulate that does not fit with your own working style? And this is where it all began, because this broke the stiff framework of the system that was implemented over the last decades. Suddenly, the employee had a say in how things can be done. It's not just a top-down world anymore. And this perfectly fits with what Christoph described, that a leader needs to listen to the employees and support them in what they are doing. Facilitate a productive working environment. And for some, a productive working environment is working three days at home and two days in the office, or working at home continuously and coming to the office for workshops with the colleagues when specific projects are being worked on. And some others might enjoy going to the office all the time. Of course, we still have to follow some pandemic regulations about wearing masks or being tested. But the issue here is some employees have a safe environment where they feel productive at home, whereas others might have an environment that distracts them because they have a family at home, they have children at home. And again, there's the difference. Some people would prefer working in the office to have some quiet time to concentrate, whereas others would like to work from home to take care of the children next to work. And what's happening now with this great resignation is that people do not put up anymore with a bad company culture, with bad leadership. For decades, people had jobs to bring home money to buy food. And to be fair, that is still a topic. But for those last decades, people put up with jobs they didn't enjoy, with positions that had bad leadership from top, with jobs they enjoyed, but the company culture didn't fit their picture of the world. And how companies worked over the last decades was really top-down, was a really rigid environment. There was no development. There was no support. And what was important for the workers was also that promotions and raises only came with the productivity that could be measured. So you bring home good results, you bring home better and more results than your colleague which means you will be the first on the list for promotion or a raise. But over the past years, there was a change in thinking. And it is a generational thing, in my opinion, because the generations being between, I guess, 20 and 35 right now, maybe 40, 
have not lived this big growth mindset that has been present before when everything was getting bigger new things were being developed and it could be sold to everyone nowadays people focus more on sustainability on their own mental health and this thinking also made its way to corporate life so people do not put up with a micromanager anymore that's basically telling you every step you have to do people want to be valued and not just for the results they bring as it was before but valued as a person and not just any person but as themselves and this is why a lot of people nowadays want to say i can bring my true self to work i don't have to be anyone at work now this kind of thinking didn't really fit with some companies who lost their way who didn't recognize that the corporate environment was changing over the past years maybe two decades even and therefore stuck in their old ways of thinking and therefore got stuck in their old ways of thinking now these companies are losing people because they did not keep up with the time they did not keep up with their employees what else happened during this pandemic and the great resignation is a lot of businesses had to close a lot of businesses had to downsize a lot of businesses lost people and this made it possible for the employees to decide that they are going to look for a place where they fit which means where they can bring their true self where they can apply their actual skills and maybe even improve them, learn more. And as a lot of companies went out of business, it also opened the market for smaller businesses, which means a lot of people came together who had a great idea and the same mindset to put it at work. So what we're seeing right now is a lot of younger companies on the market with this new mindset and if you as a leader recognize that people are not valued they're not feeling well at work you need to investigate and you need to ask questions and listen what is going on why are people not feeling well at work and sometimes it might just be a personal thing some kind of situation that happened outside of work but some other times it might actually be the work situation and that is something you as a leader can change for your employee you can help them navigate these waters and some of you listening to this might think no Hendrik 
people are just leaving their jobs because they can make more money somewhere else. And that might be true for some. But mostly, people work in positions where they love what they are doing. And personally, I would not take a job that pays triple of what I currently earn, or even more, where I wake up in the morning and I hate going to work every day. So instead, people want to work in a position where they wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to do great things today. Of course, at the end of the day, whatever they do needs to earn enough money to put food on the table. But most of the time, this is the second or third point they are looking for when they look at a job. For me, what comes even before money on my list, which means my first option is I love what I'm doing. And my second point is the people around me are a nice community. Because what does it bring for me as a person to do some tasks I love and earn enough money if the people around me are toxic, are bad for my mental health? And again, if you as a leader experience people resigning, going away, or you just recognize that they are not feeling well. Ask questions, listen, and try to figure out what's their purpose right now, and do they find purpose in what they are doing. Here I can point to something Simon Sinek said. It's not important what we do, how we do it. A lot of people need to understand why they do it. A lot of people want to know that the work they do is contributing to the greater good of the project they are working on, the greater good of the people they are working with, the company. And I also had that situation where I was working on tasks for a longer period of time that I did not completely agree with because I didn't understand why I was doing those tasks, what it was bringing to the project until I sat down with my leader at the time and discussed these topics. And they told me what those tasks I was doing were actually leading to further down the line, at which point I understood how important those tasks were and how other people depended on that and what these tasks would add in value at the end of the day. And suddenly, even though before I was not completely enjoying those tasks, I knew what I was working on, why I was working on it and what it would do. So I put in diligent work and continued those tasks without thinking, I don't really like this, but these are very good tasks. 
and need to be done, and I can do them. And what was also important with not just that situation was that I could not only bring my true self to work, to finish these tasks, to work on them, but also my own creativity. Which means it wasn't just do this and follow this structure from A to Z, but how can we improve on this task? What are additional values we would need? What are the expectations and how could we update this old process, let's say? And at that point, I was intrigued because I knew somebody built this process and said this is how it should be done, which was probably true at the time. But over weeks, months and years, the environment developed, the company structure maybe changed, and I was able to go in, investigate and figure out a new way to work. And this is what I'm talking about when I say people want to see the value of their work. They want to know the why. This is really bringing, bringing yourself, bringing your creativity and producing something that is not just produced for the sake of it, but that you can say you're proud of producing that, of delivering that. So to finish my thoughts at the end of this very long thought process that you have listened to now, the corporate environment, in my opinion, has changed from a production-centered or deliverable-centered environment to a human-centered environment. Whatever you want to produce and do, your idea may be great, but the execution almost all of the time depends on humans. And if those humans do not feel well in however many ways I described before, your production your idea will suffer from that. So my tip to you at the end of this, take care of your people and they will take care of your company. I would love to hear your opinions about this topic, so I will make a post on LinkedIn with this episode and I will be looking forward to some of your comments. Maybe even you want to share that with longer explanations. I will have a look and I will reply because I like to get deeper into these discussions. So if you haven't done that yet, go to my LinkedIn page Con Café Al Martino because that's not only where you will find this discussion but also receive regular updates about the next episode or whatever else is currently going on. At the end of these podcasts, I usually ask my guests what kind of coffee they are. And I don't think I have answered this question about myself 
and any of the previous episodes. So let's do that now. I think I would be a cafe latte, being that personally I don't feel as bold and strong as an espresso would be, but at the same time I'm somebody who puts sugar in the coffee, or in this case cafe latte, which for me also means the kick of the caffeine may be a little bit less because there's a lot of milk in it, but it is supported by that additional kick of sugar. And I think that perfectly describes me. Different kind of intriguing thoughts in my head, pushing me to go further. So yeah, a cafe latte with sugar. And all I have to say now is, I'll speak to you soon. Arrivederci. Have a beautiful day.